And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. So welcome back to Lords of Loud. Uh, thank you for listening to us this far. And I'm sure we've got another exciting topic for you. And Al is going to introduce it. All right. Thank you, Ben. Um, so, so what we're looking at is uh, at what time in your life did you uh, realise that you had your own taste in music? So it wasn't, you know, just what the family listened to or your, your parents forced on you in the car. Um, so this was your own taste in music. Um, and then further from that, or, you know, whether it was your peer group, that, that's what they liked as well. Uh, whether there was a time after that where you went, actually, my peer group's like, like this, but I, I like this and this is really, you know, my type of music. And then uh, because we're all, all gentlemen over, over 40, at, at what time... We're all over 40, Alan. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, has there been a point in time where we go, ah, all this music that comes out now is just rubbish. <laughs> so... <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, do you want to kick us off then? When, sure. Okay. When did you? Um, so yes, my my first, uh, you know, this is my music was um, a couple of breakdance albums from eighty three, eighty four. And so that, you, you knew it was your music because you knew your parents would just hate this if you put it on. I don't know if they would hate it. They certainly didn't understand it because yeah. the first time I put one of the records on. Well, come on, what, come on, what are they? Tell us. Oh, they were just, they were like the, you know, KTEL compilation. Yeah, I know what you oh, mean. Okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. Albums. So the, the first song started off with, you know... Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little later. Um, no, no, no. You, you, if you're talking breakdance, you're talking like uh, Herbie Hancock Rocket. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, Rocket yeah. was on the album. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. Um, yeah, it came out that, yeah. that era. Uh, so you, It had the video... Of the of the yeah. robot legs just yes. dancing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just awesome. the body stuff. I showed my kids that one. They're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my mum comes rushing into the lounge room, thinking that there's something wrong with the record <laughs> because it's you know starting scratching. and stopping, starting yeah, and yeah. seeing a bit of scratching. And so, oh no, I don't think it started with scratching, yeah. but she was. She's like, oh, what's wrong? I was like, ha, ha, oh, mum, oh, this is just the music that the kids are listening to these days. Um, the revolution has started. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Finally, yeah, that's right. So you know, it had Grandmaster Flash and stuff like that. Mm. Anyway, I mean, it's it's not like you know my. I'm pretty sure KTEL didn't release. <laughs> no, no, but it was, it was just a compilation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah strange tracks. Yeah, upon reflection, um, but like I never really continued that interest beyond that. Like occasionally a song mm. would come out that I'd go, "Oh, that's great!" Like "Pump Up the Volume" by Mars. You know, mm. that was. Mm. That was great. And, you know, when the Beastie Boys came out eventually. So that was a few years on. But, like, apart from those two albums mm. and, you know, uh, you know, doing some popping and body rocking, um, <laughs> that was... Uh, doing the worm. <laughs> doing the worm. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. No, actually, I don't know if that's... A bit of a backspin. We've got a bit of cardboard over here if you yeah. want to come Yeah, no, I couldn't quite manage the uh, <laughs> one. I could do the worm, but I can only do it backwards. 
Right. So they probably said something. You just spin you on your head if you like. Yeah. <laughs> How about you just stomp on my head and spin around at the same time? <laughs> Do you mean you moved backwards as you did it? Yeah. I couldn't go forwards. My friend Not could go forwards. Did it I was the back. same. No, I was the same. I could only go backwards. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, wow. And as much as I tried, I just so could like never I could, get I could the start it from standing yeah. up and then leap down. Yeah, and that's not easy. You're right. So, which is not good if you've got a stiffy. So, so <laughs> I'll just tell you that. Most um, dance shoes look pretty awful. What's that? Mm, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, so, yeah, so moving on. So, anyway, that was the first time I went, oh, you know, this is, you know, music that I like. No one else in my family liked it. Mm. Um, so that was, you know, ooh, isn't this, you know, fascinating. Mm. Um, after that, I, I tended to go pretty much where my peers went as well. And I, it was probably in my, um, yeah, maybe 20s, I guess, where I started listening to more stuff that my peers weren't listening to. And sometimes it was just going back into stuff that I listened to more as a kid that I was just, you know, rediscovering. Like it might be Duran Duran or it could be The Police or something and they're all like, oh, what about Metallica or what about Slayer? Mm. Um, <laughs> and they'd say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's For people listening, I was waving my arms about like a month yeah, that's, so right. that's how they did it as well. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I started going, oh, okay, well, I've got my own, you know, range of music that I like listening to. I'm not just wedded to what my peer group is listening to and then I guess it was probably maybe 10 years ago maybe maybe 20 that I think it was yeah maybe 15 like I'd been listening to Triple J um, so for people outside Australia uh, that's the National Youth uh, Radio Network so after that stage I've been listening going oh yeah you know there's some shit but there's some good stuff as well I'm on balance you know it's all good some songs are here too much but you know that's that's nature radio and then, yeah, 15 years ago, I started going, ah, yeah, I don't know what they've done with the music. It's mostly shit. You know, it's starting to just, you know, really... So that's when you stopped being a youth. Yes, I stopped being a youth. It started to really get on my nerves. And then I was just like, well, no, there's still some good stuff here. And then, yeah, I must have listened to a five, somewhere between five and ten years ago. I just went, this is bullshit. <laughs> what? And it was, it was also, oh, this has all been done before. Now that it's mining stuff from the 80s, you know, mm. that's been done, that's been done, that's been done. Mm. I still turn it on now and again and force myself to listen through the dross uh, to find the little gems because they are out there and it's and then I think, is it? Do I like it just because it reminds me of stuff that I used to like? Like this sounds very new romantic. Is it just mm. because you know mm. I'm liking that, or is it you know pretty much exactly the same but better production values on the recording? Uh, but yeah, I I do still push it. But I, I'd say yeah, five years ago or so was pretty much where I just drew a line in the sand and said this is and ridiculous. You, and you just turn straight over to AM uh, talk back, right. and you just yell at yeah. the radio. That's right. What do you mean? This opinion's wrong. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, you know, with mobile hands-free, you know. (laughs) So you're going from from an angry young man to an angry middle-aged man now. Yes. Still yelling at the radio, but not singing along. Yeah, that's right. It's (laughs) it's different now. So So what do you reckon, Kev? What was your interesting question? Because I think that's every music find kind of does that. And I think most kids 
try to find music that their parents hate so they know they're doing the right thing. <laughs> um, I don't know if they do it intentionally, but uh, being a dad, of, being a dad of my own, being a dad now, I am experiencing that firsthand. And I remember talking to Brett about this um, years ago, uh, a music fan himself, and um, you were taking your girls off to see was it One Direction? Mm. <laughs> and and I thought, oh my god, you poor bastard! <laughs> this is this is. You know, that's a good dad move. I mean, my heart's off. But there'll be no Harry Styles hate on this channel thing. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that karma's a bitch. You know, you mm. you you kind of you you, you you kind of want your kids to listen to what you like so that you can have a little music pal. Well, just so they have good taste. And for a couple right. of, couple of years there, it was very easy for me to get the kids enthusiastic about Gary Newman or. <laughs> you know whoever and we could like get in the car and sing mm-hmm. here in the car and it was fun <laughs> and I think social services can probably That's right. come around and take your children away and do that Anyway, the point is, Hazel is not having any of it now. She wants her stuff. If I put music on in the house, there is a debate. I don't want to listen to this. Um, What's 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 uh, her? Oh, she likes she likes Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she like a bit of Taylor Swift and. And I try, you know, I really try. I put on some Susie and the Banshees. I put on some Blondie. Uh, nothing, you know, because it's coming from me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not because it isn't good, oh. I don't think. Uh, but she wants to find her own things, and that's what we do. We go out to find her own things. And I've certainly done that. And uh, my parents, my mum especially, was very tolerant of some very noisy um, 90s guitar stuff that I used to stick on in the car, mm-hmm. and she would be mm-hmm. all right with it, you know. Uh, and I was always very surprised by that she was a music fan with a very selective um uh taste range let's call it that she liked four or five different artists mm. she liked nana muscuri she liked um <laughs> the mamas and the papas <laughs> she liked pentangle who oh, i love pentangle. absolutely gorgeous wonderful stuff yeah. and she liked neil diamond yeah, and there just wasn't anything wow. else. Some interesting choices, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that sort of gave her. You're basically describing a Goodwill uh, record collection right there, except for the Pentangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can I just jump in and say how interesting? Because people will obviously understand by your accent. You didn't grow up in Australia, mm. but that musical taste of mm. your mum's is my parents' musical mm. taste. That's mm. right. You know what? Why? Why? And I know there's a different argument. Why is Nana Muscuri <laughs> so? <laughs> such an important part in my life you're just missing, you're missing some Dennis Roussos yeah. 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 Uh, there was a Dennis Roussos LP and yeah. some Paul Anker and Neil Diamond Hot August yeah. Night oh my god ah, yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's the funny thing Johnny Mathis with oh, that Mathis, background yeah. I didn't think that um, Charlie Pride you know um, she would be into listening to anything that I, I mm. thought was quite radical but she never kind of had a problem with it I would stick it on but my dad was different you know 
story. He liked his music, and it was his car. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Uh, what did they like? What did they like? He liked Buddy Holly, and not much else. <laughs> like, sort of Elvis. He oh, liked. It's a good, it's a good he, got, he got into trad jazz quite a lot when he was a bit older. Yeah. But basically, he liked taking the piss out of what I liked. <laughs> that was, that's what uh, I liked. Yeah, 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 he wouldn't have had So the car was a hard, hard scenario. Um, but I went off. Um, sh- I don't know, and in, up into my room in the attic and listen to the radio and listen to music up there. So I wasn't imposing it in quite the same way. I didn't feel the need, I guess. But it was, you know, around that sort of late late teens time where, um, yeah, you're listening to stuff that you just knew your folks wouldn't like, and that's that was just fine. Um, whether it was like industrial techno or like thrash metal, it was anything that your folks mm. didn't like seemed to make more sense right mm-hmm. so yeah that was the first part of that I guess yeah. was the second idea was you know when, when, when did you realise yeah when did you realise you had grown older <laughs> grown older and start hating things yeah that's pretty pretty recent in fact it's been exacerbated by watching my kids as I said earlier on uh, get into their things and I'm sure that'll be a big thing with Liam as well he'll get into his own stuff and it'll be just as bad um, a couple of stories and um, one is that um, our friend Catherine who we used to work with she went to Gay Pride recently and she said it was just miserable because kids these days are listening to sad music if you listen to the Hot 100 on Triple J the station uh-huh. that you were talking about before they do this yearly thing and there were so many downer ballads uh, mm. she was at mm. gay pride she came back she was like my god it's like <laughs> someone gonna sing a song you know this is meant to be like a gay festival here and we've just got people crooning away <laughs> my boyfriend done left me <laughs> type of thing I blame Lord um, great songs it was that just like opened the door for all anyway long story short that's me and Heidi slagged this off all the time we hate Triple J now yeah. don't do it but um, rediscovered um, 4 Triple Z luckily you know still relevant and difficult and you know the presenters are dreadful but the music's there it's a it's a brisbane radio station that um actively champions local music and Mm. um unsigned stuff and it's um, it is what triple j kind of used to sound like yeah you know because the standard in brisbane's Mm. picked up a wee bit and as a kind of a local recording experience but they also do some great stuff so there is a way out I guess that's mm. what I'm saying in terms of radio friends of mine back home who've stopped listening to Radio 1 have gone into Radio 2s and Radio 4s you know mm-hmm. listen to the news quiz and um, you know there's basically a nostalgia radio version of Radio 1 a bit like there is mm. here you've got Double J mm. you, you, yeah. can, um, you can go back to the 90s mm. um, so I had this funny thing the other day where they had a revote on the 20 years old Hot 100 from Triple J okay. where um, that song Give It To Me Baby by The Offspring yeah. Yeah. that was number one it was. <laughs> and so they recounted it oh, and all these alternative bands that were a bit more difficult and a bit up in the 90s and the 80s and all that they got into the top 10 so bands like Tism and stuff like that have, oh, have, yeah. have seeped through and had mm. longevity and yeah. you know that, that's an, an, a really strong Australian showing yeah. now for, for that type of stuff so that was, mm. that was interesting mm. but yeah I think that probably rounds it all off I don't know if there's anything else to cover it's like um, 
whether I'll get to you know really hating things. Um, yeah, I'm already there, but I think <laughs> I always always was. I remember first band I was in, we wrote songs slagging off the horrible '80s Stockick and Watman stuff that was so <laughs> widespread yes, yeah. back then. Oh. So yeah, I think part of being a music fan is is also hating, as you said earlier, eighty percent of what's out there. And yeah. you know, why would it be any different? You know, as long as you're still finding good new stuff, that's all good. And there's lots of it. So, mm. yeah. Ben. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll come as no surprise to you guys that um, it's funny you mentioned car music. I think that's where that's the battleground, isn't it? Well, that's what I remember as a kid. Like it was always, you know, that was where I, because my parents weren't necessarily people who would, like, yeah, you know, if we had a party, obviously they'd put music on that sort of thing. But they didn't necessarily have a, a collection of their own music that they would put on from time to time. They had, they would just put on the radio. Like, you know, okay. where we grew up, we had this great channel on a Saturday night. Whenever the party would be on, it was a jukebox Saturday night, and mm-hmm. so that would just go on. So it was all the old '50s, '60s rock and roll stuff, and and the only other time. I heard music was in the car so it was you know we we're going to you know we we're off somewhere we'd have we'd have just the local and again it was it was a channel called 2KO in Newcastle which played all you know all classic rock but also 80s ballad like it was that middle of the road stuff you know so that literally was the music that so I that had no influence on you whatsoever no no so so yeah I don't know where my Scandinavian death metal love uh, came from but no you so you'd like things like bread and you know that's it so it was all Super that stuff Trump, and that's why I love so that music that's, and so, so that was my music thing it was that was your no. induction so that was my music mm. um, and that's the stuff I still love today uh, so I I never I really I mean yes of course I was listening to as I grew up I was listening to you know Michael Jackson and the stuff that was popular on the radio at the time um, but I really just always had a love for the for the 50s 60s stuff and it really did start in the 50s actually for me because that's that's the stuff I really sort of gravitated towards it was that early uh, Buddy Holly stuff the Chuck Berry Little Richard stuff that was the stuff that I you know Bill Haley in the comments and uh, so did you try and sneak early... on some Bill Haley in the comments and your dad would be like what's this racket no see <laughs> you know? they all love that stuff too right. like you know that, they were all happy to you know there was no no conflict there so had to go back to Blaine Miller <laughs> <laughs> right listen to this one um and then as i and funnily enough all my friends as as you know as we moved into high school all my friends sort of listened to and even though i was listening like say to the stuff that was on the radio like i you know i'd get up of a morning and watch again for anyone listening from overseas there was a still is a great program on early on a saturday and sunday morning called rage and i would get up and then be listening to that so i'd be listening to the top 50 you know watching the watching mm. the top 50 uh film clips so you know half it was crap half it i loved whatever at the time you know through the 80s uh and funnily enough as i went to high school my friends all really gravitated towards sort of 60s music as well and so it moved more from the 50s into into more yeah beatles stones more of the sort of more modern era more modern era stuff <laughs> yeah getting slowly closer, closer to the current point and things like you know credence clearwater revival you just moved you've just moved up a decade mate. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zeppelin and the Eagles and yeah, the, so we were all sort of into that, into that stuff, you know, as well. So I think gonna, did you just say Zeppelin? <laughs> did you just say it was in Zeppelin? I thought you just said yeah, basic, yeah, think. basic, but at the basic yeah. level. Yeah. Until did I you realized. have little pretend Zimmers and stuff. Like. <laughs> so, <laughs> and for me, I think, like, it's interesting. The I think the point at which 
you like you're saying like you know when you rebel from your parents music whatever so up to that point that was all stuff that my parents would have happily listened to had i put on a you know obviously an eagles album they love the eagle you know whatever that they would happily listen to all that kind of stuff so but i remember the moment and for me it was like okay feeling i want to listen to this music but i feel a bit embarrassed i wouldn't put it on in front of my parents like that was the moment when i thought oh okay yeah this is something different that i so it was nwa to. wasn't it so <laughs> <laughs> so for me that Screaming was switch <laughs> that was because i had a i had a friend who was really into heavy metal uh super into it right through the 80s and he he didn't understand why I couldn't get into heavy metal, whatever, you know. And the crossover album for me to get into a bit of heavy metal was the Black Album, Metallica's Black yeah. Album, you know, because it was, it was, you know, yeah. obviously very commercial compared to, you know, some of their other stuff. Um, and so that was the gateway drug for me to get into some, some metal. But I still had this feeling like, oh, I could only ever listen to this on my mm. on my Walkman. I wouldn't put mm-hmm. this on the you know the family stereo. I was just yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah that, that was the other thing. that was the other thing that happened in the car was like you'd be driving around and mum dad would be listening to whatever, and me and my sister would be in the back yeah. with her earphones. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. Know. So it was the Black Album, Metallica. It was uh, Nevermind, Nirvana, mm. and then the grunge thing took off. And so I really think that grunge period really was the first if you're talking about stuff that was contemporary to my age, you know, to me yeah, living yeah. through it, that was the first period of music that I felt I wouldn't play this to my parents. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this was sort of my, you know, this is something I'd listen to. So did you come home so. one night and your mom and dad are sitting down in the kitchen table getting banged and there's like a copy <laughs> of Nevermind there. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We'll have to talk. <laughs> we found this. Yeah, Bill yeah, Jam Matt, we found this. Yeah, yeah, what is cover. this? What is this Satan's music again? <laughs> yeah. So, um, there's no dancing crying. in this town. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's when I think it branched off. But funnily enough, you know, I think I think my friends stayed. Yeah, you know, we we all sort of stayed around that music though as well. Like there was never a point where I sort of really, I think it's the guilty pleasure stuff that is the that's my alternate music mm. when it comes to my f- friends. Like it's the stuff that I still love. Mm. It's the meatloaf. It's the Peter Cetera. It's all that soft rock. It's that <laughs> it's that middle of the road stuff that I just love yeah. that separates me from. You know the normal, yeah. the normal stream. Yeah, it certainly, it certainly does. People, <laughs> it does. Thanks for backing that up, Al. And but as far as like falling out, like sure. for me, it's different. Like it's yes, of course. I yeah. You know, there's this whole strand of of stuff that I just can't stand to listen to in current sort of pop music and that. But I don't know if I've ever. There's always something that I find I like in modern music. I've never gone, oh, I just yeah. will never listen to anything. Like, I love me some Ariana Grande and and Taylor Swift. I think she's incredibly talented and writes some amazing songs. Like, mm. I love a lot of modern pop, but there is, I mean, there's so much like mumble rap. I mean, f- f- <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. Mm. I mean, somebody shoot those guys. I mean, no, no, just don't, no, not, 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 uh, Wee, not, yeah. no, violent, not endorsing any kind of violence. Starting a gang war. But let's, uh, you know, like, shoot them a letter. Which tells them how to shoot them an email and shoot them an email. Yeah, (laughs) I think you're right. Like, there's always there's always something there. Like, there's always a good pop song that you can listen to. So, like, when I 
you know, listen to, com- you know, commercial radio, mm. whatever, I generally have a greater success rate with finding stuff that I like um, on that, even, even though it may not have the legs that sometimes I find in the songs on Triple J, like occasionally be like, oh, that's great. And, you know, I'll end up listening to that song for, for multiple years, whereas some of the ones that instantly get my attention, I go, oh, yeah, I like that. Um, unless it's a really well-crafted pop song. Mm. Um, it'd be like, oh, this is good for six months. But it's yeah. but, but am I right in saying that that uh, as you get older, it's harder and harder for a, for a current song yeah. to get into your to your listening range yeah. that you will you will suddenly go I'd really like to hear you know that song from Katy Perry again mm. rather than the 500 that might be sitting in your list of songs that I could potentially want to hear well, yes. I, think, I think it's harder but yeah. I, I still find what bricks in there's still songs I listen to all the time like I find new songs all the time which are yeah, mm. current modern songs or a couple of years old or whatever like you know things pop yep. up on Spotify or whatever and I go oh, wow this is a great song you know and it's and oh. it, you know I will guarantee uh, sorry uh, it's mostly alternate stuff it's not stuff that's on the radio it's not like your top 50 stuff it's very hard you're right it's mm. very hard to find things in the, in the sort of top 50 that really grab your ear but you know, but there is there's so much good music still out there being made uh, that just doesn't get airplay, which is which is the good thing about things like Spotify. You know, if, if you start, you, you know, you play an artist and then you have the auto play and mm. you go, oh, this is who's this, and yeah, you, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. so you do discover some new things, but mm. um, and if you, if you're actively looking for new things too, there is there's plenty of good stuff to find. Mm. Uh, but no, you're right in the in that sort of the popular the top fifty stuff. It is yeah, it's harder to, harder and harder to find the gems than mm. you know if you go back and look at a, a a top twenty of the of a period. You know, you pick you know eighty seven or something and go, what was yeah. the top twenty? Yeah, you, know, you go, oh, 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 classic, oh, classic. You know, mm. whereas if you went and look at last year's top twenty, you'd go, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like, there <laughs> yeah, might be one song in there you could barely tolerate. You know, well, someone said to me, did you want to go to Laneway Festival? And I didn't know. But one artist on the yeah. entire list yeah. for the day, yeah. and that was a fairly telling moment, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. This sort of time, I'm know? an old man. Exactly right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. What about you, Brett? Um, old. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. <Bing>. Check. <laughs> and thank you for uh, thank for listening. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, uh, I say, what was that, Brett? <laughs> my. My folks, they didn't didn't play a lot of music. They had a they had a had a extensive record collection. They had some terrible ones, which Ben and I used to play. Uh, Hammond to Go Go, which was just the Hammond oh. organ. Yeah, and and, and I can remember it was a purple coloured album and had uh, line drawings of people figure skating. Okay, uh, you know, for some reason, uh-huh. ice skating. Um, German drinking songs. Uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, they had the popcorn album. Yeah, that synthesizer <laughs> thing. My dad had this terrible tape called "101 Strings Plays John Lennon," which was just <laughs> terrible. Yes. Um, sorry, Dad, if you're listening. Um, in fact, Dad, if you're listening, just turn off now. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so not not a lot, not a lot there that that influenced me. Um, although, but did although, you listen to it without complaint up to a certain age? 
Do you just go, that's ah, just mum and dad playing? Oh, I think you have to, you know. Yeah. Uh, although he did get into a bit of Rod Stewart in the late hey. 70s. Hey. Now hey. we see. Mm-hmm. Now you see. Uh, what was interesting, my, my mum at some point, um, it would have been mid-70s, wanted to buy the kids an album for Christmas and she didn't know what the kids were listening to. Okay. So she went uh, went across the road and asked the teenage girl across the road mm-hmm. and... Um, and she started buying the, you know, Rip Snorter 75, you know, <laughs> those sorts yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but she did buy us an ABBA album. Nice. That's how old I am. An ABBA album at some point there. Um, so that was really, that was, you know, that was interesting. Uh, as I moved into my teens, a um, friend of mine was had much older brothers and he was, the Jethro Tull, which was really Sweet. hard to tolerate. <laughs> you know, endless flute solos and stuff. Uh, and prog rock, it was like, wow, okay, you know. But I was playing along, okay, you know, I'll sit here and listen mm-hmm. to that. Um, and he, he was a big Beatles fan as well. Uh, and then in the 80s and and uh, what was really interesting was... was we only uh, just at the 80s here. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what was really interesting is that... Uh, some of the guys I was going to school with were that harder edge, you know, the oils. The oils were, mm-hmm. were what we're listening to. Um, uh, but uh, some of the girls we were hanging around with, they were straight into the uh, Thompson Twins, yep. you mm-hmm. know, all that that really sort yeah, of yeah. classic 80s, yep. you know. Synth-driven yep, pop. synth-driven stuff. Mm. Um and that's the stuff that I say I listen to because that was what my peers were listening to yeah. um, and dropped it fairly, fairly quickly. Um, sure. Uh, as as towards my later teens, uh, some of the people I was hanging around with playing music with were, you know, got me into things like uh, The Police and, um, and then back into The Beatles and The Stones and Zeppelin. Really don't mind if you sit this one out My words but a whisper, your deafness ain't shout I may make you feel that I can't make you think Your sperm's in the gutter, your love's in the sink where I also sort of started listening to jazz and rhythm and blues, and that sort of was when I went, right, okay, I'm over here now, mm. and I can happily leave, you know, mm. Boy George. And But at some point you obviously came back into the fold a little bit with U2 and Black Crow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know yeah, it was in that yeah, same yeah, vein. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. but, but... And Radiohead, like you obviously... But though, but though, but... but uh, U two is is the is a going backwards discovery. Mm. So I come in at Joshua Tree, yep. Tree, and then go backwards. Yep. Um, so there are a few, you know, uh, Radiohead was the same thing. Came in at okay, and then went backwards, Back. and yep. then, you know. Yep. Um, so some of those, you know, I, well, they weren't of the time. Um, um, and then, but but what's really interesting, I go back to uh, the introduction of rap in the 80s and so I'm not not an old guy hmm. back then I'm you know in either either 
towards the end of my teens or start my twenties, going no, couldn't get it. Can't, yeah. I can't get this. I could yeah. get a, I could get some of it, some of yeah. some of that really cool uh, LL Cool J mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, which where you go, okay, this is mm. this is actually quite good. But there was so much else in there that mm. I just went, I don't get this at all now. Yeah. You know, I could yeah, I couldn't. I could never get into the sort of the poppier side of it. It took some of that like the nwa stuff to come out for me to actually start to actually mm. get into that like i yeah i couldn't just the sort of the real pop stuff that was sort of on the radio and that i couldn't yeah. that i just that didn't grab me apart yeah. from maybe like salt and pepper or something like that like mm. I, how could you not love those you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, that's it. but, but, but and, and again what was really interesting is that that um, so you're saying you're an old man <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and so so uh but also i was at that that point being in a band uh and being in the pub rock scene the pub rock scene was being decimated by uh uh you know kylie and that because what would happen is yeah yeah, the girls didn't want to come along and listen to a band play they want to come along and have a guy put on Mm. kylie minogue Mm. Single and more DJ and, more, and yeah, 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 yeah. So suddenly they wanted the to scene, enjoy themselves and dance. <laughs> that's right. So suddenly the scene was being, you know, so so it went from going, playing in pubs where you were the act mm. to sharing your time with the DJ. Mm. And what would happen is we would go on and the girls would leave the dance floor <laughs> and the guys would come on and stand there. Yeah, right, you know. Yeah. And then we'd come Punch off each other. and oh, yeah. the DJ would come on and the girls would come back on and the guys would go away. <laughs> and after a while, you know, pubs soon realised, well, it's cheaper just to keep the DJ there and the yeah, guys so, would hang around because mm-hmm. the girls are there so no more no more yeah. bands playing anymore. Yeah. So it was really interesting, you know, my hatred of, you know, stock. Hack and water. Hack and water, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. So, Probably purely funded from that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not just because you're out of a awful, job. Awful music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I could, I could you know, two fronts. I could go, go for a thousand years on why it was so terrible. Yeah. Um, but but experienced it at the the coal front of okay, you know, yeah. uh, uh, can't find a venue to play anymore because no one wants to hear this mm. stuff. Yeah. So, so things haven't improved. Since then, you still just hate all new music, or I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of new music. I mean, again, I have to. Would you say you actively seek it though, or no, do you, you just no, if you no. hear it, if you happen to hear it, you go, oh, who's that? Hear it, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I do continue to listen to Triple J mm-hmm. purely just to to annoy the rest of my family. <laughs> um, because I, and I, without I, leaking it, well, I, <laughs> yourself, yeah, no, no, I can, I, I, I just can't handle the handle ads, so it's quite easy to do. Um, but again, I listen to it all, but I don't then later on go, oh, oh what I was that play song? that song. Yeah. On. You so know, back, some, some stuff gets 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 through, but but very few. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, my thirteen year old says that Triple J is for old people. Mm. I was like, darling, mm. you understand this is the youth radio <laughs> network. Right. You know, it's you may not appreciate it now, but maybe in a few years' time, you start going to festivals, or whatever, you'll go, oh, Triple J. So, no, it's just for old people. It's yep. dad. They play dad music. I was like, they really don't, because well, your yeah. dad That's right. hates so much of it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but but I kept listening to Triple J, hoping that as my girls grew older, yeah. they would think, oh, my dad's a bit cool. Yeah, no, no. didn't work at all. Didn't <laughs> work at all. They just get on and they try. But no, I have the rule of my car. When you buy your own car, you can uh, play any music you like. You can have that rule now because they're not going to have a screaming tantrum. 
from. Yeah, <laughs> At this point, nah, I just, it's, it's their way or the highway on the highway. <laughs> oh my God, we have to live through wonky donkey or whatever. Wonky donkey. <laughs> I did uh, get away with them. I don't know if I've told you the story, but I got away with playing them Led Zeppelin's um, immigrant song for a long time mm. because that was how I got them to open their mouths to clean their teeth. <laughs> so they would say that. Wow. Ah, wow. So that became the favourite song. And I would crank it, and it took exactly the same amount of time as it takes for me to drive from my house down to the middle of Sandgate, yeah. the town we live in. And it's like two and a half minutes perfectly. And we just put on so loud. They cannot, they cannot deny that track. And they're in the background. It would be interesting to see if that has any connection Cause, because I I have connections to music that um, that my dad uh, played you know so I remember uh, we used to live eight hours away from Brisbane we would drive down to Brisbane every now and then and I remember waking up early in the car because we'd always leave you know you know tram and the sun would be coming up and um here comes the son, George Harrison. Right. And it's like, wow, yep. okay. You know, and that's and that's a distinct memory I have mm. of driving mm. in the car and listening to that lovely mm. song. Um, so it'd be interesting if, if they can, if, you know, Hazel can retain any of that. Well, I'll just full circle you and tell you that I used to like the song Here Comes the Sun, but I loved it when I heard it as a new dad and I had a little baby Hazel mm. little darling and I was just bursting into tears like I'd heard it like <laughs> this, the context was different mm. I was an emotional little yeah. guy at that time anyway but um, you know it just yeah it, it, I heard it with a new yeah. reality mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. does anybody remember like did because for my I remember there was two cassettes that I remember there was probably more but the two that I always remember being in the car in the glove box that my parents had on my, on my dad's tapes was one was Jerry Rafferty's Snakes and Ladders <laughs> and Bob Dylan's Slow Train Coming. Really? Mm. Wow. They were the two That's tapes awesome. that were in the... <laughs> Yeah, my dad sort of cycled around a few but um, he had this friend at work which is where I got my first drum kit from who was a bit of a musician type and he would make his like compilations because I think my dad knew that we liked music more than mm. he did but he ended up keeping this kind of talking heads one and that had the undertones on it as well which was great because they had a song called My Perfect Cousin which is um, uh, the perfect cousin in the song is a guy called Kevin <laughs> uh, I've got a cousin called Kevin he's sure to go to heaven blah 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 Great track, um, and we thought we were, you know, we just thought it was hilarious. But just to go back a wee bit to that idea of the things you like that your friends don't, I've had the experience of like every time I think I'll deviate off and get into something, there's always someone who likes. Yeah, you always find that person. Like when I was back in the mm. day, I, the Water Boys were my thing that was slightly different to the alternative music that was almost mainstream type of thing, and I just discovered them. I just loved everything they did. Mm. Um, but it wasn't, it didn't fit with trendy alternative, you know, but I, mm. I stuck with them and I just thought they were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and like on the plane on the way back from Scotland, I watched this um, movie about a guy called Blaze Foley, who's a, um, uh American um, country western singer, um, friends with Towns Van Sant and all this. It's a great movie. And I was listening, and, it, and it's this slow, like heartfelt type mm. of country and western stuff, the sort of hard living, sweet loving mm. type of, mm. yeah. Um, 
and it's just the most beautiful music and that's been my little side lane yeah. recently and sort of getting over being homesick from Scotland and listening to some of his songs and that's led me into the Towns Van Zant thing and and that's just been a lo- lovely little side lane journey I've been having you know at the same time mm. as OCs mm. and Mary Chains and things like that you know what I mean like so yeah it's still I think that's the other thing you can do Spotify kind of helps as well YouTube's mm. great for that too yep. Yep. one thing leads to another mm. you know so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's plenty out there to listen to if you if you you know, if you want to look for it and 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 you can filter out what's you know yeah. the rubbish and yeah I, I find stuff all the time that I just love so yeah Mm. All right, let's but wrap it up. Not on Triple G. Not on Triple G. For sure. Okay, well, thanks for listening again and uh, join us next time on The Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.